0: good chatting. Nice to meet you guys. Hi, Bethany.
1: How's it going?
0: It's going. Thanks so much for doing this.
1: Yeah, I know. Same. Yeah, it's going, huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is. You're a little bit more busier than I am, but you know.
1: Adjust lighting.
0: Oh yeah, I know. I was just telling him like his mustache is so much better than mine in the lighting because it's darker.
1: Yeah. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> Okay, that was a bit of a hustle to get here, but we got it.
0: Oh, no worries on that front. And I believe I was told you had like 15, 20 minutes, something in that. Yeah, I think
1: we could pull off 20, 25.
0: Okay, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Whatever, whatever you
0: prefer. Okay. Awesome, Bethany. Yeah. And I guess just to start, because I know I am a big fan. I've seen a lot of your stuff. I know Kevin has seen um a ton of your stuff. Is why he wanted to connect the interview as well. Um, but like just to start off, obviously for people that you know are living under a rock and don't know who Bethany Hamilton is, right? Like, how would you describe kind of your upbringing and who you've become as a person through your journey growing up? Not only in what you do, but just like in the in the eyes of the public in a sense, because not everybody experiences that, even if they are as talented of an athlete as you are.
1: Yeah, so I guess I'll just start with, I was born and raised and still living in Hawaii, and I am a surfer by trade ever since I was a young girl. My whole family surfed, so that passion started really young. And then I would say I have a very persistent um kind of being our nature like very persistent and willing to like push through pain points and mm-hmm. I'm willing to work um through things that most people would think are impossible and so I think having that nature and you know there's a lot of things i I live a life of faith and I have an awesome family and so As I was growing up, um, I started getting really competitive and I knew that I was going to be one of the best in the world. And then when I lost my arm at 13, it was like, okay, God, that wasn't the plan we had in mind. But I think just having my nature and my faith and hope and just a willingness to try, like that propelled me forward, even when you know, the closest people to me didn't think it was possible. Like my mom, for example, which I think that's just how moms are.
0: Right. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I don't think you can do that. So then I started surfing with one arm and, um, and then I still ended up reaching a lot of my goals and dreams to become one of the best female surfers in the world. And it was really hard, um, but really fun. And, yeah now I'm a mother of three and um married to an awesome man and I would say I still have the same approach like I've had three children and I'm still ripping pretty hard so that's really fun and I'm just kind of like I would say phasing out of like a professional career but still competing a little bit for fun and I did some of the craziest events this last
2: What's going on, guys? I uh, hope everyone is enjoying this episode. Um, this show is actually brought to you by an app called Versus Game. A really cool app. If you haven't heard of it, it's it's basically an opportunity for you to make money from your own knowledge. So if you think you know everything, this app is for you. Um, everyone is talking about because it lets you, again, win money for being right. So just imagine a social media feed where uh, every video is a question. There's just two possible answers. So 50-50 chance that you're right. And so you as a player can play these questions for free or you can play with real money so one dollar up to a hundred dollars per question and so you're going to be playing against other people um, and versus game uh, finds these people for you and they match them against you so some really cool stuff get your friends involved Um, i know wild chat sports has been involved Um, we're going to be posting questions each week so it's a great opportunity for you guys to see if you're right test your knowledge earn some money So again, go download the versus game app, go follow us at wild chat sports, play our question and other questions that you think, you know, the answer to, um, again, that's versus game one word, no space. Um, and then we'll be also, uh, talking about the result of each question, um, in the next episode on here as well. Um, and then we'll introduce a new question. So really cool stuff again. Um, I'll also be replying to comments, so after you vote, let us know your reasoning. We'd love to hear it. What's going on, guys? So with that being said, I'm now going to announce the versus game question of the week. This question will actually be uh, in reference to uh, our video format that we'll be releasing a few days after. Um, This, So we have the audio format, which is what you're listening to right now. And then we're going to be releasing the the video on YouTube. So the full interview video will be released on YouTube a few days after this. So my question will actually be uh, in reference to that. And so my question is, is do you think Bethany Hamilton is wearing a black shirt or a colored shirt? So, again, is Bethany wearing a black shirt or a colored shirt? Make your predictions. Again, you have a 50-50 shot um, of earning some money. You guys could play for free. Again, this is brought to you by Versus Game. Um, really excited. Uh, let me know what you guys think. Get your uh, guesses in um, before it's too late and before I close those polls. And, uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of the episode.
1: last January um in my entire career so that was really fun and yeah just kind of like I just love surfing so I just want to keep pushing it in my sport um regardless of whether I'm professional or not just I want to surf with my children so
0: <laughs> now, now be honest what's more difficult being a surfer and competing at that level or being a mother to three children
1: um Michael's trying to jump in on this. <laughs> um Wait, what was the question?
0: What What's more difficult in a sense? In a humoristic standpoint, yeah, what's yeah, more yeah. difficult, being a, a competitive surfer at that level or being a mother of three children?
1: Um, gosh, I mean, both are mind games. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say definitely being a mother is the most challenging because you're on all the time, whereas yeah. competitive surfing, you're not on all the time, but you just have to be ready for when your moment comes um so in the sense like motherhood is amazing and so fun but so hard and um but yeah competitive surfing trying to be a mother and compete is like next level like game changer (laughs) like I remember like in 2020 I was competing in Australia and I had my two at the time and they were just like Trying to prep for the event was, like, the most stressful thing, and I know I would have, like, found my flow and, like, eventually, like, figured out what worked, but at that time, before everything shut down, it was just, like, chaos, trying to, like, mentally feel at peace and, like, be ready to go, and I have, really really awesome children that are pretty, like, well-behaved, but... <laughs> Still, I think all children just keep you on on your toes.
0: <laughs> um, one hundred percent. And you talked about you know early on how your faith has impacted you through a lot of you know hardships in your life as well. So like you know, take me back, not to like relive it in a sense, but when you are thirteen years old, something like that happens to you, and again, you were able to persevere and say like, I'm going to accomplish all of my dreams, and for the most part, you did. You know, at, at the highest level that you could do it at what age was it before that was faith always implemented in your life by, by your family growing up or were there certain experiences where it clicked for you?
1: Yeah. So I definitely had my own faith as a young girl and, you know, going from like 11, 12, 13, um, I really wanted like I saw after, like, I knew I wanted more for my life. I mean, I grew up in the surfing industry, like, I saw a lot of the dark side of it. And mm-hmm. so I knew I wanted more for my life. And I saw some of my favorite surfers just, like, throw their careers away through the choices that they were making. Um, There was one woman in particular, she was one of the best female surfers I've ever seen at that time. And she went from like, I think she's going to be world champed or like deemed as the best female surfer in the world to like not even surfing and like not even mentally straight. And so I think she was using drugs. And so that was really like crazy to just watch firsthand, like because I surfed with her a lot and then I saw her just throw her life away. So Mm -hmm. I was like, I think I was around 11, 12 years old. 13 I saw that happen I was like I don't want that. Right. <laughs> I want to be like good in my sport so and I want to be thriving in life and I don't want to be basically like mentally slow and like lose my health and lose my skill set. And so there was like these different influences but I think my faith in God also showed me like okay there's good and evil in the world and so re- learning to recognize that at a young age and then just having a pure faith, too, of like, okay, I like, I trust in you, God, with whatever happens. So when I lost my arm, I was like, okay, that wasn't what I had in mind, God. But I had this crazy sense of peace that, like, I don't understand where else that could come from. I was like, okay, God's by my side, and I don't know what my future looks like, but I was just trusting that He had me where I was supposed to be. And so, yeah, I mean, it wasn't an easy season, but I was relatively filled with peace and, like, an okayness that I'm going to get through this. And I I just, like, I can't attribute that to anything else. Like, I don't know how, like, I even am in all my 13-year-old self. I'm like, how did she just, like, cruise and stay so calm and, like, optimistic and, like, just trusting that it was going to be okay
0: (laughs) right because you grow up like that's almost probably a lifetime ago to you now like looking back like who is that person like where was that mentality you know like there's
1: yeah because
0: like you're you're again like in the public eye at a young age like not everybody's going through that you're dealing with all of that attention you know everybody wants to learn your story how you're able to do the things that you're able to do is that obviously you know faith implemented is that tough to go through at a young age with all eyes and all cameras on you but at the same time knowing like okay this is happening for a reason like that there's something you know much much bigger going on like Jesus has my back in this sense like was there ever like any self like doubt or any like nervousness and anxiety there in dealing with all of that
1: yeah I really uh I don't like to use this word much but I really hated being famous and it was crazy because it was before social media, but my story went viral. Like it was viral for that time, like world, world known. And so um, that was really hard for me, especially my personality. I'm not like, yeah, I want to be like the center right, of attention right. and like shining in front of everyone where some people are like naturally born like that. And they just love being like the center of the party and they love like socializing all the time like they energized that way whereas for me it was the opposite and so that was really hard but I think I always had the this desire to help other people and so um when I lost my arm and then I started surfing again, I started receiving letters in the mail from people all over the world with different stories and different challenges that they are facing. And they're like, if you can surf, I can get back on my board too. Like, not like a surfboard, but like get back on their board. <laughs> and so I was like, wow, like that's so cool that people are being encouraged. And I was kind of just doing me. I wasn't trying to you know put on a show by any means I just wanted to be in the ocean I got in the water as soon as I possibly could which was like a day before the doctor said it was okay (laughs) and um that was less than a month later and so it was just really like amazing to hear the stories and the encouragement that people were finding in my story and so I was just empowered to um you know want to share my story and so I think as the years went by I like slowly started to find my ways of coping with it and wanting to like just encourage people and so I had the heart maybe not always the desire (laughs) so that was like an ebb and flow and even still to this day I'm like I would prefer to just like hide in the backyard (laughs) and play in the garden and then like sneak out and go surf but yeah um, But I still like, I've learned to embrace it. And I love just being able to encourage young people in particular. But it seems like my story encourages just about every age. Like I get old people writing me all the time being like, okay, I'm gonna keep going.
0: (laughs) Well, you got to think like, because you're getting like, a million different energies coming at you all at once, right? And you know, you got to know which ones are feeding into your passion. Like, getting letters from whether it be kids or people from older generations, like I'm inspired by your story. Like that'll feed into you. That will motivate you to keep going. Like you said, like your heart's there. Is the desire there always? Not, it's not, it's not going to be like that for anybody, you know, Um, you get worn out a lot, but like, that's, you know, like what, what energies have you looked at um, that weren't necessarily like, yeah, I mean, that's cool, but whatever. Cause you know, there's been like biopics and, you know, getting into acting and doing all of this other stuff to kind of, more so promote the image, promote, you know, the brand that is Bethany Hamilton, in a sense, like, were there certain yeah. things that you didn't, maybe maybe you enjoyed all of it, but were there certain things that you were like, okay, that was maybe a little too much or like this, this definitely helped um, promote my story and that will inspire people.
1: Yeah, I mean, definitely through the books and films, um, the films were the most fun. Um, Soul Surfer was really cool to be a part of it super hard and my whole family was involved in that. So being able to share my story initially through that was awesome and really cool. And then fast forward, like uh, eight or nine years later, we did my documentary, Unstoppable, which is more like the action sports, like real life version. And so that was really cool. And it turned out super good. And so those have been my favorite ways. And I honestly like, I actually really like social media. I think it's a really fun way to kind of share um, your life, but it also has its dark sides, too, you know? And I oh, think yeah. people have the lack of boundaries and addictions and like get lost in dark spaces there. So. But I also feel this, like, desire to, like, put something good there and, like, share, like, now I'm sharing a lot of my family life and just trying to encourage people, like, with mindsets and just to um kind of just put some positivity out there. And so I have fun on that space, even though that's pretty exhausting, too. But, um yeah, it's just been really cool to kind of... um do different sort of mentorship programs too. It started initially, I have a nonprofit called Beautifully Flawed. So we do retreats with women and men with limb difference. So kind of young women and young men. So if anyone listening, if you know anyone, or if you yourself have limb difference, like please check out beautifullyflawed.com because we'd love to have you join in on one of our retreats. And they're very like health oriented. So we do a lot of physical movement, but also learn about nutrition and just mindset and overcoming and just encouraging um, these different men and women who come in and just are like, maybe stuck in a rut.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it, unfortunately, it can happen in like a blink of an eye getting stuck but in some of those ruts, right? Yeah. Man, like when was uh, what was like, not necessarily one of the bigger ones that everybody knows about, but like just, you know, like going through the daily routines of being a parent, you know, everyday life, like some of those things that get you down at times, but at the same time, like you're able to build yourself back up. What do you use to remind yourself constantly to build yourself back up when that stuff happens?
1: Yeah, I guess. Now I'm 32 and so I've been a mom for about seven and a half years and um, the thing that motherhood has taught me is like it all comes back to your mind and how you're approaching each day and like your expectations and so with having children like if you have unrealistic expectations set like no doubt you're going to get like frustrated and disappointed and if you're not understanding like where they're at and how their minds are working and not able to support them, then it's going to like be hard and conflictual. So I'm like, I still feel like a very young mom and like I'm learning so much and it's probably um, changing me more than anything else in my life in the sense that I think it will make me a better human. (laughs) And so there's a lot of beauty in that. And it's really fun. And I, I like I started off in the like our chat was I'm a very persistent person and I want the best for um my life and the life of those around me. Mm-hmm. And so it's been really challenging in like the most awesome way. And like I think it's more of like looking at myself and being like, okay, where is that emotion coming from? Or why am I reacting that way? Or why am I not able to keep my cool in this moment? Yeah. Um, And so it's been really fun to just be challenged and learn how I can best support my children and my husband. And then I feel that coming out in other, like in my other relationships too, like just having more empathy on the people around me and like trying to understand where they're at I've been doing mentorship for teenage girls with their moms, and a lot of these girls are coming in, lacking all the confidence in the world, like just shoulders shrugged, like not able to like carry themselves with beauty and poise, and so being able to like okay I'm the opposite I'm like super confident I, I I go after what I want and I'm like okay how can I understand this girl and where she's coming from and like come alongside of her and just support her and help her to find her um, her beauty strengths and confidence back and so it's weird how working with my children, I feel like it's carrying over into all the relationships I may experience. And it's been just really fun.
0: (laughs) Right. And then you learn to like surround yourself with like-minded people who want to preach that exact same thing. And that feeds into the energy too. Like you talk about, you know, being in like soul surfer and enjoying all of that. Like there were some like, I want to call them like famous, like you said, but like influential people um, that you got to work with a part of that. Were there Was there any like one specific conversation that you had with anybody that you worked with there um, that kind of really bled into the mindset that you've been able to develop over these years?
1: there was anything super impactful in that journey but I think it helped to build my confidence to trust myself and trust my gut and just know that okay if something doesn't feel right like work on that and talk about it and figure it out instead of just like letting it run and just thinking like I think we can sometimes doubt ourselves and be like oh this is just normal you know I just gotta like roll with it but really if like something feels off like working on that and like questioning it and trying to um, just you know <laughs> problem solve it and so that's been something that's been like really key in my life I think is and I think my faith has influenced that and the people I surround myself with But I have this natural kind of intuition or gut and like anytime something doesn't feel right, it usually turns out something was off and it didn't go how I would have hoped it was. So I usually like kind of take ownership of that and be like, okay, well, I didn't like try to problem solve that as I felt it being kind of off. And so kind of adulting up and like taking ownership of the things that don't go right and... (laughs) right to, like move forward with like okay let's own it next time and try to problem solve
0: it <laughs> right absolutely and then you you live and you learn almost like that's like the simple like status quo uh, the last question i have for you i know you got to go here soon kind of like in relating to maybe um something you wish you could have done differently maybe not so i'm not sure um a question i know kevin wanted to ask you um was what was more challenging you know quietly surfing you know being pregnant at one point, and then um, versus, you know, stepping back into the water for the first time after the event?
1: Yeah, I mean, definitely learning to surf with one arm was the most physically challenging thing I've ever done, probably, and it took a lot of patience and persistence and just willingness to, like, feel uncomfortable. Like, it didn't feel good, paddling out with one arm it felt really awkward and uncomfortable and like frustrating to go from like being so invincible in the water to like oh my gosh I can barely stand up on my board and but all it took was like one moment of like my surfing high um and I was like okay I can do this and I'm gonna like push until I figure out how and so over time, I slowly adapted and figured out how to do things differently. And I still had a lot of that skill set ingrained in me, but I had to like figure out how to do it differently. So that was just really fun. And then fast forward to having children and recovering postpartum. um, That was really hard. And now doing it three times, I just have a lot of (laughs) respect for myself, I guess. (laughs) Um, And just like I guess after my third baby in particular, it was just being a little more patient and just um, not feeling like I have to rush it and like embracing my time with my baby and then knowing that okay, just be consistent over the next year or two and you'll get your strength back and you'll get your skills back and so yeah, I've been surfing pretty good so it's been feeling um, just nice. My youngest is now a year and a half and so yeah it feels good to be like back at it and like getting to sneak away for a surf here and there
0: I love the fact that you're able to continue your passion you know doing what you love in both aspects of your life professionally personally I love how faith is a big aspect of what you're doing behind all the projects and um, all the opportunities that you've had so I do want to thank you like thank you so much I'm grateful that you're able to hop on this call today I will let you go be a mother go be um, an entrepreneur go be an athlete um, go be Bethany Hamilton so I do appreciate you coming on today Bethany.
1: Thank you, Jack. Have a good one. You as well.